I am somebody who struggles with how people perceive me um, or what I would say is like failure to accomplish what I should have or what I believe others believe I should have. So therefore I can kind of go into a shell. Now, why am I saying this? Well, one main theme of this podcast is why do we not get the results that we want or, or that we believe we should have? And I think that that question gets stated in many ways, like, well, how are you, how are you the way you are? Or can I be like you or what? You name it. It's kind of like, why am I not at a result of somebody else? And for me, I would say I'm kind of, I don't want to say naturally athletic because I don't think that I am. I think I played so many sports that some things kind of came easy for me athletically. And when I got into, so when I finished college, I played football. And when I finished, I wanted to do something. I wanted to compete. And I just broke my back in when I was, I did it twice, my L5 when I was 18 and then 21 again. And I just wasn't quite right. So I never wanted to lift heavy again. So when I finished football, I was like, all right, I'm going to run half marathons. And I looked up programs and like plans and stuff. And I was like, you know what? I, I hate running. I I remember saying, I don't think I've ran more than a mile in my life, um, actually like running it hard or trying. And I decided to sign up for a half marathon. And there was this marathon in Indianapolis called the Indy Mini, or the Mini, where you basically get to run part of the um, Indianapolis Speedway, which is pretty cool. But again, I never really ran far. So I devised this plan. And I said, I'm going to run as far as I can in one direction. And then when I get tired, I'm going to run back home. So an out and back. And what I would do is each time I'd mark where I got to. And I thought, all right, next time I'm going to run at least another mailbox and at least another mailbox. And I would keep doing that. And I remember there being a park. I was like, there's a park somewhere, you know, over, you know, down this road. So I knew where this road was. And at the end of it, there was a park and it, yeah, there was a park. So I, every day would just run as towards the direction of that park. I remember there was one day, uh, there was a hill and I don't know how far I was at this point. This had to be, I was probably at, you know, maybe four miles out, like out. So I had gone, you know, I, every day that I would go out and run, I'd just run a little farther. Never necessarily trying to run harder, just farther. And I remember I got to the hill and there was a like subdivision to my left. And I was like, you know what? I don't want to run over the hill. I'm just going to run in the subdivision a little bit. So I ran in, ran back out and ran home. The next time I ran, I got to that hill and I was like, all right, I'm going to go to the top of the hill. And I ran to the top of the hill and there was the park. And it was really cool. Uh, I remember I ran into the park, kind of had like extra energy, got a sip of water. And then I ran home and I was like, holy crap, I did it. Like I ran to the park and I think it was probably about nine miles total. Um, and then I ran some races and man, I'd run a race and I remember people would be like, how are you so fast and you're so big? And I wasn't that big at this point. Um, but obviously to a runner, I guess that I was, 
but they were all beating me. And I remember being like, dang, I'm not really a runner, but like I'm trying. And I found CrossFit. And I ended up really being bad, but I had this goal of making the games. And I made, my first time I competed was 2009, I, after the games. This, so this is going into 2010. I did sectionals, got destroyed. And then in 2011, I made the games. And I thought, this is, well, this is my life. I'm now going to make the games every, every single year. And I say this because I had tunnel vision towards one result, making the games and winning the games. And in 2011, I got 35th. There were like 70-some people, I think, that year. 35th, and I felt like a complete failure. I felt like I let everybody down. The result was not what I felt like it should have been. So I was like, 2012, I'm going to crush it. And I got top five made it to the games, and I got sixth. So I didn't make the games in 2012. 2013, I didn't make the games. 2014, I didn't make the games. And I remember, like, my life was, most of it was tied up around that one goal that I kept failing at. And then 2015, I made it. And then I missed it again in 16 and 17. And then I made it in 18, 19, 20. And that result now looking back, making the games didn't really do anything for me. It made me feel like, oh, I did this. But when the games would end, I would realize that I let everybody down. Most people would come up to me and be like, what happened? Why'd you get 20th? Or why'd you get 28th place? Or why'd you get, like, basically, why aren't you winning? And it's hard because the farther we get into something, the longer it takes for us to improve towards that result or that goal. It's easy to take huge steps in the beginning against people who aren't really trying and feel really good about yourself. But when everybody's doing everything they possibly can, you can beat yourself up. And I definitely beat myself up a lot. And a lot of that can carry over to the rest of your life. So if you're wondering, now I say this because I was dedicating most of my life to this. Yet I have people that will ask me, how long will it take me to look like you? Or how can I get these results? Or how can I lift this much weight? I can't answer that question for you. If you're not happy with your results, the one thing that I would say and that I had to do all the time is as you're going throughout your day, ask yourself or listen to yourself because you're probably talking already. What are you mad that you're doing and what are you happy that you're doing or wish you did more of? Example, let's say you wake up in the morning and you don't go to the gym because you'd rather lay in bed. Then you, throughout the day, have no time to work out. So you say, tomorrow I'm going to work out. And then tomorrow you do the same exact thing. But then throughout that day, there were maybe three to four moments where you ate junk food or had something you shouldn't have had or did something detrimental towards your goals. And you knew it, but you're just like, ah, I'm going to get better tomorrow. But tomorrow turns into months and years. And then you ask, how can I get these results that I really, really want? I think that we all know how to do that. It's not 
how do we get the results? It's how do we stop doing the things that stop us from being able to get those results? If you want to do better at your job, you want to build your business, you know what you have to do. It's doing the things, you know, like it's, it's sitting down and not wasting your time or saying that you're going to do it tomorrow. It's structuring yourself to be proud of yourself. And I say that all the time. There are things that I do on a daily basis that I'm not proud of, but for the most part, I make 80% of my decisions are, I'm very proud of. And then there are 20% that aren't. My goal is not to make it 80% bad and 20% good. So throughout the day, it's being able to say, if I don't like that I'm doing this, just know that I'm, I'm hurting myself, not just like physically, but every time that I do that, I'm letting myself down and it's a stress, it's weight. You carry that. So if you want the results, you have to stop doing things that you know are hurting you, that you know are not pushing you forward and start doing the things that you know you should be doing. And a big part of that is, again, you already know what you should be doing. And then the question is, well, why am I not doing it? And a big reason is probably because you don't have somebody holding you to that standard. And if you do have somebody holding you to that standard, or maybe they did and they stop, you get mad. But what is probably happening is the other person's like, I can't keep telling you the same thing and you not doing it when you asked me to. So I think an expectation that we all have is expectations of others, meaning we expect someone to do something for us that they never promised us they would do, or we expect that somebody will do something just because they know better or we just believe that they should, but they've never committed to it. Now, here's the flip side. You may ask somebody, hey, hold me accountable. Hey, do these. This is what I want you to do. And then now they, they have that ability to do that. But then when they do it, you get mad because you want to explain why they don't, under, why they don't understand why you can't. And after a while, that gets hard on the other person. And it's not their job. It's not their job to carry you across the line. It's your job to accept and stand inside of your choices. Because if they're saying it and you're arguing for it, you're doing the exact thing I said in the beginning. You are not doing the thing you know will work. And the more that you can do that, it's not about willpower. It's not about trying to say for 30 days, I'm going to do this thing. It's about saying, if I do this enough times, I'll create the habit and the result will come. I think so many times we put a timeline, 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, six months, one year, and then we get this result. What if we said in 30 days, I want to change my habit? What if in 30 days, I want to change six things that I'm not happy that I do and become better at those things in 30 days, how much better will you get in six months if you continue those? I think for like somebody like competing or work, it's not about I did this thing so reward me. The reward comes later. It's about I can withstand doing this longer than you can and then whoop, all of a sudden this crazy thing happens. Like people are like, how do you look the way you look? Because I have a lifestyle that allows me to stay this way. You'll see pro athletes who have this goal of being a you know, pro athlete and winning the Super Bowl or an NBA title or whatever it is, but you notice five years after they're done, they look nothing like they did because they're like, oh man, I've trained my entire life. I don't want to do that anymore. 
Well, it wasn't their lifestyle. It was the goal. So having it be your lifestyle makes goals much easier because you just can change how you live your life. And I think that the results that you want are right in front of you with the actions that you're willing to take. And I think one of the hardest things to do is to accept that we can't get a result if we don't do the things to get it. We can't get a result if we aren't willing to do the things to actually get it. And that's a hard thing to sit in because every result is the result of compounded actions from our past. Meaning we did a lot of things that got us here. So if we're not in a great spot, we did a lot of things to get us here. But we can change that. We can change the trajectory of where we're going. That's my goal for people. And if you need accountability, join a program, join a plan, grab a friend, find somebody or something that can help you, but know that eventually they're going to fall off or it's going to change or you're going to change and you need to grow with that. I heard something that was like, are 100 pennies the same amount as four quarters? And it was like, yeah, they are. Okay, put 100 pennies in one pocket and four quarters in the other pocket. What's the difference? And they're like, the 100 pennies weighs a lot more. Okay, if you're carrying around 100 people or you feel the burden of all these little things, put them into four quarters. Take four more valuable things. Carry those around. Take four people that are above you, that are doing better than you, and use those as inspiration. Those 100 pennies that aren't doing anything for you, they're just they're weighing you down and you're carrying them around, don't help you. So I don't know if that made sense, but I like that analogy. I kind of threw it in there. But the results, you're not getting the results you want because you're not doing the things you know you should be doing. So instead of trying to force yourself to do those things, find easy ways to start. Run to the mailbox and then run back and then run one mailbox farther. Don't time it. Don't do anything crazy. Everything starts small. They always say a winning streak starts with one. It's not two. It's not three. A winning streak starts with one. So... My secret to success is wake up in the morning and make a decision to do something today that's better than what you were doing yesterday. And that's it. Do it today. And then tomorrow, wake up and make the decision to do it again. And then the next day, wake up. And what you'll do is you'll realize you're a week in, three weeks in, one month in, three months in, six months in, just by making a decision one at a time. One at a time. Don't try to look about tomorrow. You'll stress yourself out. Don't look at 30 days, 90 days. You'll stress yourself out. One day at a time. That's what's going to get you the results that you want. I really hope that this helps you. Um, if you have any questions, shoot me a message, comment. Uh, yeah. Go after what it is that you want. Accept that you're not going to have them and just be happy with where you are. Find somebody that can help you. Enjoy the process. This is Nick Urankar. Have a great day.